Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bafana Bafana was lifting the cup for African nations. And we just felt like we could take over the world. Do you remember those times? <laughs> yeah. Hey, we were the best in the world. <laughs> and then look at us now, but look at us now. <laughs> no, please cut us some slack. There hasn't been any proper football being played, so... So I'm relaxed, isn't it? Yeah. I, I love Nala's positivity. I need you around the business when I make <laughs> lots of money for us. Because I'm, I'm very excited this morning. As you know, every single Wednesday, we talk to a living legends. And this morning, we are going to be speaking to someone who was born in Newcastle in KZN. Um, he, he, made a, he made a name for himself um, as a winger for Orlando Pirates, uh, winning the, the CAF uh, Champions League in 1995. He also went and played football in Turkey, where he spent a lot of clubs at different, a lot of time at different clubs. Um, he played for the South African national team. Um, he earned himself 66 caps. Um, yo, um, he was also part of the Bafana Bafana, Bafana Bafana squad that lifted the cup, the African Nations Cup in 1996. He's also probably one of the most disciplined, um, I think, ex-footballers ever. Because, you know, a lot of, a lot of ex-footballers, when they, when they stop playing, they they slowly get out of shape, yeah, but when they take like a round shape, he still looks exactly the same <laughs> as he did when he was playing. Um, he runs the Comrades Marathon. He's done the Two Oceans Marathon. Um, he's done well in business. I'm very excited, man. We're going to be speaking uh, to Midnight Express, as uh, soccer lovers know him, uh, the legendary Helman Mkelele on the takeoff with Bongani and Nala. And, and, and we really want you to be part of the conversation. Um, you can tweet. Which guys? What's the easiest thing to read? Is it tweets or is it voice notes? What do you guys find easier to, voice to navigate notes. through? Voice notes, voice, definitely. Voice notes. So please but send I'll take through. tweets too. So you can tweet us at Radio Two Thousand ZA um, or Lona Bongkotla or Nona or Bonganim Tolo. Just make sure that you use the hashtag the take off if you want to ask a question around Uhelmanim um, Kelele. And if you are gonna send a voice note. Please make sure that the voice note is not too long and it gets to the point. And the reason why I say that is because it's nice to give other people a chance. So sometimes now your voice note is three minutes. That's three voice notes that we've got to play. Do you know what I mean? Um, if you want to say something to him, say something, get to the point or ask a question. Uh, and please make sure that the radio is off in the background and you speak clearly so we can play, um, I guess, as many voice notes as we possibly can. We are coming back next with the legend himself, Helman Mkelele, on the takeoff with Bongani and Nala. Bafana Bafana Savannah South Africa Savannah Princess M uh Mavali it's called Bafana Bafana guys you test the age la Nala do you remember the song Kai yo pogani Thank goodness that lady came in to say ay 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 otherwise I was so lost no, no, but now do you also suffer from ageism? Now you don't remember the I song. definitely know that. I thought it was a figment of uh, whatever of my imagination. But now yeah. that you played it, I'm happy that I'm not crazy because I could. I, I always sang the song, but I didn't know no, that. Guys, this was the one. And obviously, I, I told you on on the line, we've got the legend himself, Helman Mkelele. Good morning. Welcome Whoa. to the takeoff. Uh, good, morning, good morning, good morning, and good morning, Nala, as well as good morning to the. Uh, 2000 FM family. Um, before we begin the conversation, we want to play you a clip. Take a listen to this. It's the final whistle. South Africa have won the 1996 African Nations Cup and the scenes out on the pitch of pure hysteria. 
Um, how many, Michele, just take us back to the feeling um, around 1996. You guys have just won the African Cup of Nations and you've won the cup. And I think the whole country's behind you. What, what was the feeling around this time when these sounds were going on? Joe, I couldn't believe myself, which I was part of the history-making team. Mm. Because I never thought which you know, one day I would be there, even though I dreamt as a kid uh, to play the football at the highest level. But I never thought you know, I would be part of the, such a, a good, wonderful team. And yeah. also having the nation, the whole nation behind us, you know, yeah. it was really amazing. You know, it's a feeling that I really can't believe. Even today, I can't believe it, you know, that uh, I was part of that team. I mean, you are born in Newcastle, right? Which is yes. basically Emakai, S-A-K-Z-N. And um, the first team that you played for was the Jomo Cosmos. How did you, Yak Deskabaganjan, how did you end up playing for Jomo Cosmos? <laughs> thank you, thank you, Bongani, because uh, Edward Mutale will always tell me, Ugutige nang Afrika nga training, alala estation, and yogan sama trials. And he came and fetched me in Kogamasogisi, Elokuzanene already. And Fage Ipoint and Fage Futi in a brand wood, Elokuzanene in a Pizu Kamatagal. So I'm so happy to get this opportunity to clarify it, your man. Yeah. So how I landed at Jomo Cosmos, I came over, uh, there was a friend of mine who was by the name of Umre Nazwani. So he had an eye for, to identify the talent. So he organized amateurs for me, which in your joiner, he played pool, he shot the pool by then. The Shia Bokaiza Chiefs, Nabo Orlando Paris, Nabo Sundowns, the late Chiefs, Mosheu, Nabo Cherusko Sane, Nabo Mukomako, Nabo Fanimati that they were playing there. Yeah. So they organized for me to go and join Blackpool. But fortunately, or unfortunately, I had an opportunity to get a cosmosis of a host of Matthias. So I went to Elanda Stadium. That is where I passed the Matthias. It was myself and Linda Buteles and another boy from Welcome, who Michael G. But he never made it, unfortunately. But so that is how I was discovered by Matthias. Uh, Midnight Express, you're speaking to Lonwa Bonne. I yes. remember in, in Kulele Tema in Springs, and um, yes. I wanted an Orlando Pirates kit so, so much. And it was because <laughs> of you as a player. And the best I could get was this black and white short and top from, I think at the time it was Sales House. But I was so happy, and I would run around the house just wearing that black and white kit and scream, Kelele, Kelele, Nangum Kelele, Kelele. And I just yeah. want to know from you as a player, I'm sure as Umutuas in Newcastle, who knew just the streets of Newcastle, how did it feel to see the level of fame? Because you were one of yes. our first really, really famous people. Yeah, I, I think I was more focusing on the game and more worried of the performance, you know, all the time. So I couldn't really notice which again I was so such famous, you know, because I had this huge competition amongst my players against them. I was playing for Eland, Blackpool, Umtata Blackpool, Joel Masilela, the late Tabang Levisi. So I had a huge competition. So my focus, it was, you know, making sure I compete at the highest level, but not realizing I become more and more and more famous. It's a takeoff yeah. with Bongani and Nala. We've got Nane uh, on the line. <laughs> 
uh, uh, some people call him. Um, Helmut, so you come from the era Yakdala of, of some would call true football, as I'm watching people on social media. If you compare what the players are earning now, which sometimes skates on half like a million rand a month, do you remember what sort of salaries people were earning around the time Zabo, Jomo Cosmos, in those <laughs> early Pirates days? Do you remember Gudan Khola Malin? Yeah, I still remember Ugutibes Hola Malin. You won't believe my first, first salary, it was 250. Then Yo. it increased to 470. Then when I left Jomo Cosmos in 1993, it was 1,200. I remember uh, in Zamgyovula, okay, okay. So, yes. you know, I in oven. I still remember it was 300. So, but for me, man, I tried to open an account, bank decliner, which, you know, I can't qualify. So, I had to wait for six months. You know, I was so disappointed. So, those were the good old days, you know. That one experience, you know, during they generally struggle to find their way outside of the sport. And I think due to your discipline, I mean, I know you run the Comrades. Um, yeah. I know you've done two Oceans Marathon. Um, and also you've done well in business. W- where does your discipline come from? It comes from many, 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 uh, I would say, angles. Because, uh, number one, uh, you know, my background, you know, when I grew up as a kid, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a good one. Because I remember, you know, like sharing the shoes with my uh, my late brother, mm. and, and and sharing the shoes, and he came at school at some stage, you know, to ask for the shoes because he got an interview. So 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 that life experience. So he came to I school to fetch the shoes from you while you were wearing them. Because you know, where I remain focused and determined to end things, you know. So I would say, yeah, that is where it comes from. And also, I think the, the curiosity as well, because I always used to see a number of young, uh, of former players, you know, struggling, you know, after e-football. Mm. So I wanted to make sure I don't go through that, you know. I, I didn't grow up, you know, under both uh, parents, you know, or under the care of both parents. So I always wished, you know, to, to, to experience that. Mm-hmm. So I, when I grew up, I said to myself, even my kids, I don't want my kids to go through what I went through. So so, so, so I believe Ogotigena, all those factors, they help to shape me, uh, to shape Ilokozanini for Kasiami. And also, of course, uh, the, the level of fitness as well. I wanted to stay fit, you know, even after football. So that is why I decided to run Ilandui Comrades Marathon. Um, it is the takeoff with Bongani and Nala. We've got uh, the legend himself, Helman Mkelele, on the line. We are going to squeeze as many of your voice notes as we can when we come back on the other side, 0605842250, as well as tweets using the hashtag, the takeoff. Ladies and gentlemen, put on your seatbelts. It's going to be a memorable ride. Let's take off. We- 
still have the legend uh, Midnight Express on that midnight train to Josie. Helmut <laughs> Kalele. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, just memories coming to mind, you know, when I think of football players like you who have really set the tone. And I mean, you, uh, you, Helmut, you guys were involved at a very turbulent time, you know, in our history where uh, you, th- I mean, there was apartheid and then you had to overcome that. And then you had to overcome the fact that as soccer players, uh, you couldn't play in the NFL. And then there was another league that was created before we knew it as the PSL. How did that affect you guys? I mean, did you guys internalize any of that? Uh, I, I would say... Yes, it did affect us, you know, in a big time because you look at the talent that we we had in South Africa during that era or even before our generation. I still believe that that generation, if they had given an opportunity, they would have maybe won the African Cup of Nations and do well in the World Cup as well, you know, and surpass yeah. what the Nigerians and the Cameroonians uh, did in 1990, you know, and, and speaking of the World Cup, then came 2010 and South Africa got that long-awaited opportunity to host the World Cup. How did that make you feel? You know, it, it felt, you know, I felt so great, you know, to, to, to be a, alive or still alive during that era where our country or the continent hosted the first World Cup, you know. So I would have loved if, um, and more especially our country, you know, would have done well during that World Cup. But to experience it live happening in our country, you know, especially where people never thought Uchigena Africa would host a, a successful uh, World Cup. And we did. Because there were so many myths that went around about the incompetency of us, but we proved the world wrong. And more especially on my side, when I was in Turkey, you know, in some of the, uh, in some parts of the uh, in Turkey, you know, we find people still believe that you know, Africa is still a jungle. We are living in a jungle. We are living with animals, and, and I still remember some people asking me, "Is it true that in South Africa, you know, in South Africa at night it's for the black people at, uh, during the days for the white people, where people they can just walk freely, you know, in terms of their crime." So for us to host the World Cup, you know, I still believe it went a long way in educating the whole world about how beautiful Africa is, especially South Africa. Well, we're going to relive that moment with this song. Uh, I hope this brings amazing memories. To so take a listen to this. And of course, we are coming back with your voice yeah. notes on 060-584-2250 for the legend himself, Homenem Kelel. <laughs> Shakira in Freshly Ground on the takeoff. And of course, we're hanging out with the legend, Ahelman Mkelele. And we are going to be coming back with your questions. I'm just going through what he's achieved, man. When he was in Pirates, uh, Pirates became the first South African club to lift uh, the CAF Champions League in 1995. He went and played Turkey. Um, he's currently coaching Amachita, which is uh, under 20. So he's, he's achieved a lot in his life. And of course, we'll try and yeah. give you an opportunity to ask you a question. Well, this is certainly a, a fantastic, memorable ride. And I'm, and I'm indulging, Bongane, if you'll allow me. Mkelele, um, I just want to ask again. It feels like in your era, you were able to express yourself on the pitch through uh, what we call Ugdribula. Showboating is what they, they've decided to call it all of a sudden. And all of a 
sudden also feels like it's frowned upon and it is kind of the South African flair. Do you yes. feel like it's been taken away from us? Is it wrong now to show both? Yeah, I think it depends which again uh, how do you interpret because then with and with the show boating. Because yes, for I for one I believe which I believe in, in gribbling, you know, because that was my strength. I still remember Coach Clive Parker when I got the ball on the line or closer to the bench. He will say, how many take him on, you know. So that gave me that confidence that I need to go past this opponent. So as I said, it depends with an individual. How do you interpret it? Because at times you find, yeah, sometimes if you, you, you dribble, we don't move forward because the main of the I mean the main purpose is to go and score. But if you dribble without creating goal scoring opportunities, that is where it becomes a problem. Maybe that is why yeah, they call it show voting. But I would say allowing players to express themselves is something that I love and it's something that makes us the people love football that we, we were playing during that time. We're going to be going straight to voice notes, and the first one comes from the Klenzito Drive. Uh, Lelo, uh, what do you want to ask? Hey, guys. Hi. You know, you're talking to a legend there, Hellman and Kelele. I mean, that guy, he is so revered, so loved. They even named a township after him in the Val. Lelo's out here in Joburg. Um, how, how do you feel about Ilogishi being named after you, Hellman? Um, <laughs> You know, I'm I'm really humbled, you know, because it's something that is rare, you know. We don't see much happening, especially to sports people. Mm. It always happens to, you know, I want to add the, the great politicians. I want to I want to you know. So, you know, to find yourself being having a township name after yourself, you know, it, it really humbles me. Robert. We've also got more questions. Take a listen to this. Wow, a living legend. We celebrate you, Helmen Mkelele. Thank you so much. And there's another one. Hi. I just want to know if uh, the nickname Midnight Express was uh, given to him because of his skin color. Mm. Uh, so, and I'm worried because it was given during the time of apartheid. So, can he clarify the nickname there? Uzweleg, Midnight Express. Unfortunately, you know, the people were, are no longer with us. The late Henry Upraspusi Somselegun and the late Sizum Taum and the late Sizum Taum. And together with Dr. Kumalo, we were playing Ifo Nations Cup and uh, Mahikeng. Mm. So... The game was delayed and it started around um, 9 o'clock because of the rain. Then on that day, we were playing against Egypt. You know, So uh, on that day, I would say I was just playing about myself. 
you know, I, I was just mesmerizing how much defenders were because I mean, we're Egypt, and Egypt by then it was a very strong nation. So we beat them two nil. Then they said, "Yo, first the way you were running, you know, you ran, you, you ran like a, 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 you know, like a train." And so, but <laughs> so then he started to say, "No, this is express, you know." But Midnight Express. I think oh, Midnight Express sense. has to do with the complexion mm. and the speed as well. I think uh, the, the caller is quite correct. Yeah, it is related <laughs> to my complexion and the speed. That and I the think. speed. Yes. Um, this is another one that came through as well. Morning, Nala and Bongani and the whole team. I'd like to ask the Midnight Express the question, when last did you communicate with the team that you were playing with in 96, the likes of Dr. Kumalo, Lucas Harebe, and how did it, did, how did you feel about the passing of the late Shuz Mushehu, Midnight Express? Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah, we do communicate, but even though not on a consistent basis, yeah, you know, yeah, we do communicate in Nabo Dodis, in Nabo Lucas, in Nabo David Nyati, Nabo Mafishi, we do communicate. And and, and yeah, the passing of Ulokuzane, the, the legendary Shushu, you know, I think that is a big shock because I still believe Uguti, with, with the intelligence that he had, you know, he should have or he could have. Uh, shared, you know, with a number of up-and-coming footballers, you know, in order to become better people and better players because he was more grounded, you know. He's the person that whom I also look up to. Uh, when I was in Turkey, you know, he made sure Ugo Tigena be totally different in Turkey. Mm. I still remember talking to him, you know, uh, almost over uh, an hour, you know, because I was really frustrated, but he allowed me or he helped me to to, to be able to adapt. You know, because I mean, it take yeah. Thank you. There's a, there's a there's a tweet. Uh, this is going to be difficult. It comes through from at Everest underscore Tabo using the hashtag the takeoff. It says, uh, Hellman, who is the best between Quentin Fortune and Upeni Makat? Yo. <laughs> yeah, no, that's very true. It's true. This, this is hard. Yeah, but but um, Quentin, he was a midfielder. Then Ubeni, as he was a striker, so it's very difficult to compare the two. But I would say they were all great in their position. <laughs> Sitting on the fence. And then we're going to be playing <laughs> Simple Minds by Alive and Kicking. Uh, why this song? Why did you choose this song? <laughs> I just love it. Because whenever I'm down, you know, whenever I'm down, you know, it yeah. always gives me that, you know, the, it, it, it revives me, you know, yeah. So this is your pickup song. It's called Simple Minds, Alive and Kicking. And of course, we're coming back more with Herman Kelele, as well as some of your tweets under the hashtag The Takeoff on social media. Ladies and gentlemen, put on your seatbelts. It's going to be a memorable ride. Let's take off. You turned me on. Put Herman Kelele in a good mood. We've also got some tweets as well that have come through uh, at Radio 2000 today. 
That's right. Here, Utepo, Tepo Rangkoko asks, please ask him what he misses the most about his playing days and what's his take on the standard of soccer in our country? Um, and, and this one actually ties in, Helman, with the fact that you're now the coach for Amajida. What is your take on the state of soccer in South Africa today? Uh, I would say, yes, looking at the talent that we have, uh, I still believe we would together at club level, at national level, players or the teams would have done much far better than what we have achieved. But what, uh, in my assessment or observation, what causes the whole problem is, you know, the management of clubs as well as the behavior of players as individuals. Mm-hmm. So if we can fix that, especially the clubs, you know, if they can make sure which, uh, they manage their clubs, you know, following the, the corporate governance yeah, principles, I still believe which, again, our football can reach the goals that we achieved. Then on the player's side, players need to make sure who do they take ownership of their own careers because you can see they've got a talent, but because of lacking a desire, a commitment, a discipline. So that is why we always find them not reaching So, But in terms of the talent, we still have the talent, and they are more talented than our generation. And then on Friday, we have an, a historical um, event that's coming up where Mamelodi Sundown's boss, Patrice Mutsipe, will be crowned as the CAF president. What do you uh-huh. think, how, how will you think will that um, boost South African football? And then what, how do you think it will make a difference in African football? Yeah, you know, to have Uto Mutsipe being crowned, you know, as the head of the, the CAF, you know, or, I mean of CAF, that shows which is South Africa has the talent. It's just that we as South Africans, we still don't believe in ourselves. We should be taking the leading role in running football. So Coach Pizzo has done it, you know, as a coach. So we need to, for us to give them the support that we need, you know, like myself and any other coaches to go out there and coach in other African countries because uh, we have the talent and they still believe in us. So I believe Uwutigena, with the involvement of Uwutigena in football, leading a football, uh, South Africa will play its role in making sure Uwutigena, the African football, and more especially in South Africa, uh, rise to its occasion. We've got a couple more voice notes. Take a listen to these, please. Uh, good morning, Nala and Bongani. Thank you guys for the beautiful show. Uh, a quick one. I, I once spotted uh, 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 the legend, uh, Elman Mkelele in Tabazimbi. I want to know what was he doing in Tabazimbi. It's more like <laughs> five, four years ago. <laughs> Can you ask him what was he doing in Tawazimbi? <laughs> what were you doing there? <laughs> <laughs> huh? No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love the question. Yeah, so what I was doing in Tawazimbi, I'm um, also doing Ilokozane EE training on the occupational health and safety. So I uh, was consulting to a company called KPC Health and Safety. So they asked if I can just 
join them in promoting oh. the culture of working safe in the workplace. So, okay. yeah, that's what I was doing. There. That makes sense. So, so currently you are, you are coach, obviously, Wamachita, which is the under-20, no? Like, yeah. are there any promising young stars that you are currently working with? Is there anyone that stands out for you? Yeah, there are a number of them. There are a number of them. And also, thanks to Isafa, by allowing me to be part of the coaching staff at Junior Level. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, so with, for me, being with the national team, so I'm able to identify some talent. So we do have the talent. The only challenge that I always see is that the clubs, they're scared to use these young boys, you know. They, they, because, they play the same players. Yeah, yeah you know, they, they're scared to use them, you know. So that is my only scary, you know, that is my only concern that uh, how I many? have. Thank you so much. I mean, I, we could speak to you for another hour. Unfortunately, it's Kati. But thank you so much. I think I think just for being an example to to foot, to footballers currently playing and up-and-coming footballers in terms of discipline, in terms of handling yourself after your soccer career has been over. And we love watching you do what you do and be the example that you are. Siabonga, just for, for giving us the time to speak to us this morning. Thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity. And thank you to... To your family as well. Without them, you know, I wouldn't be Uhelman that I am today. I really, really, really thank you. And, ho- <laughs> and hopefully um, we can run again and I'll see you at Two Oceans uh, maybe if, if, if it comes back wow, in time. Wow, it's a date. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to go back there. I can't wait for this COVID-19 to pass. You know, one thank you so pass, much, yeah, man. Thank, thank you so much. much. Thank you. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.